Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Overnight, well, last night, actually, New Zealand rugby had a pretty high-powered board meeting, and it looks like <laughs> after years... Silver Lake could be about to happen, even the Silver Lake deal, even though it's diluted. It looks like, and Liam Napier out of the New Zealand Herald here has got the angle. He's always got the inside plugs. He's plugged in old Napes. He um, he reckons that now it's probably looking like a 5% to a 7.5% deal, down from the initial 15 mm. that was originally pitched. And they have to take it to the provincial union. So it sounds like the uh, Players Association is on board with this version of it. They've got themselves more of a slice of the pie or as far as a power and seat at the table. (laughs) So today they have to now New Zealand Rugby go to the provincial unions and get their sign off. Although it is expected that during this process, the provincial unions have been severely pissed off by the Players Association. (laughs) And there is a chance that the provincial unions aren't going to be unanimously in favour of this like they were of the 15%. What a shambles. This has just gone on and on and on and on. I just want to see it done so we can move on. The game can have an injection of cash and we can all be better off for Mm. it. But it's been a kind of strange old process, hasn't it? It has, mate. It has been strange. Late 2020, this started, this, this conversations, and 2021, we went out through the year, and then we obviously have COVID, so there's lots going on. So it just got put on the back burner, but it was still simmering away, simmering away, and then obviously the Players Association come through. Players didn't want to be a part of it, like you said. The provincial unions were all for it, and now they've come back. It's an absolute shambles. It's an absolute shambles. And uh, 75 percent stake in NZR commercial rights is about 262 million it is a lot of money it is a lot of money but there's just so many underlying details that I kind of need to know like because there's we know what happened at the start and we're here now and there's been all these changes but we still don't know what's the what are the changes and what are the finer details like where's this money going how much is the provincial unions getting Players Association, what what slice of the pie are they getting? Look, so those are the things that we kind of need to know, but whatever they do, just just get it sorted so we can move forward. I know New Zealand Rugby, they they had they had a loss twenty twenty of thirty eight million. Twenty twenty one, I think they broke even just, 
And then this year, at the way this is starting, it's not looking like a, a positive kind of outcome for New Zealand rugby as well. So they need to do something. If this is the the way that they're going to get over the board and get out of the get out of the hole and and go forward, then they've they've got to do it. So yeah, watch this with, with interest, Louis. Yeah. Um, what what's your stake on it, mate? Like what what's your gut feel? As a pundit out there, would you be more for this Silver Lakes? Or would you be more for the David Kirk when he went to Forsyth Bar and, and sell it to the public? Well, what would you feel? Look, I'm not an expert in this stuff, but I have a lot of friends that are mm. um, investment bankers, and I've got a, a couple of mates that actually have worked around David Kirk before, and they just didn't really think that made financial vi- – that didn't really make sense. Like, they just the deal mm. was just less. Yeah, it might be more patriotic, but – and again, I'm not an expert, and I can't get stuck in the weeds there. I just thought that the Silver Lake deal in the first instance, you look at sport um, yeah. globally, as, as I tend to do, look at the NBA shirts. They've got logos on them now. Mm. Five years – ten years ago, mm. if you said that – that, people would go absolutely ballistic. Do people care now? No. Mm. The A-League has sold to Silver Lake. Um, leagues around the world, Six Nations had t- taken a stake. I-, I thought the 15% was minuscule to- compared to what the mana and the still the identity of the All Blacks brand will always have. And I thought we kind of got a bit unnecessarily spooked. Here's a couple more details for you. Um, there's caveats. The caveat still is such of getting maybe 30 to 60 million from, as you talk about, like a New Zealand institutional investor group, like an ACC, KiwiSaver, that sort of thing. That remains on the table, but clearly New Zealand rugby or some in the room don't think that's necessary. And this is the interesting one. Among many of the compromises Liam Napier has in his Herald story, the Players Association is believed to have secured a seat on the Commercial Co. board that will be charged with maximising commercial rights, including broadcast, sponsorship, merchandising, and future revenue streams as such as esports, global coaching clinics. I'm sure NFTs come in under that bracket. So essentially, the players have been able to broker themselves another seat at the table, and the t- seat at the table where the game, the future of the commercial side of the game is going. So well done to Rob Nickel if that is true, and well done to the Players Association. Mm-hmm. Although I'm certain that will ruffle some fe- fe- feathers as well. <laughs> that definitely will, mate. They're all against. It. They're already coming out and into these players for having too much say, mate. So um, I'm, I'm going to watch this with interest and, and see what's unfolding. And if they have signed it, you spoke about it in the meeting last night. If they have signed it, we'll find out surely throughout the day. But um, great work, Louis. Great little get. And thanks, Liam Napier, for always digging deep. He's got the scoops, the mate. Yards in there. Was he ever getting sniffing the around scoop you? Behind the, oh, mate. He was always sniffing around me, trying to get the scoop out of Dag. But he was actually right. I don't mind Liam. He was actually a really, really nice guy. And he used to. He used to write some pretty solid and honest, um, honest articles. But, um, yeah, be interesting to see what happens, mate, unfolds. But anyway, we're going to catch up with Emma with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand.